Hello everybody, it's Stefan Molyneux from Free Domain Radio. I hope that you're doing very well. I wanted to share a few thoughts about what has been going on with this executive AIG bonus payout witch hunt. Because I think that there are some principles involved that seem to be escaping the notice of a number of people, and I think it's worth having a look at those principles so that while we may not be able to stop the pitchfork-waving, torch-branding mass hysteria, we at least can rise above the mob in this instance and keep our pride and integrity a little intact. The first thing to understand is that we have a situation where an unpopular group of finance geeks is having the Valkyrie's hammer fist of the government being brought down upon them because they are unpopular and really for little other reason. And let me sort of explain what I mean when I say little other reason. The class warfare that has been inculcated in the United States over most of the 20th century, particularly after the Second World War, when the European brand of socialists fled the results of their own disastrous experiments and absconded to America to spread the infection of class warfare. The class warfare is really reaching such unprecedented heights and depths that I think it is eclipsing pretty much every other conflict in society. And the great tragedy is that the state serves the rich, uh, the corrupt rich, the parasitical rich, the rich who enjoy the fruits of their connections to political power. And yet the poor and the middle classes continually clamor for the government to step in and save them from the predations of the rich, when of course the state is that which serves the rich the greatest and the most powerfully. And I did a recent video on corporatism, which has the charts which back this up, that the lower classes were gaining the most wealth before the welfare state in the 1960s, and after that, uh, they have gained the least wealth, and the power has shifted to the more wealthy, because whenever you have the government collecting and distributing vast tracts of income from any country, it is the wealthy who benefit the most from such transactions. The wealthy know the corridors of power, know the people in power, and uh, are very com comfortable and familiar with the uses of power, and in a way that you and I will <laughs> very likely never be. So we desire to pick up a gun because we feel there is an intruder in the house, but that very action guarantees that it is the intruder who will end up with the gun and we who will end up disarmed. So for instance, there is a hue and cry about the 160 odd million dollars. Not exactly bonuses, the word is not quite correct. Uh, it is additional pay for services rendered. Like if you get this job done by X amount or X months, then you will get an extra 10%. It is a completion incentive. It is a form of pay. Uh, a bonus is something that arrives unexpectedly because a company does well and is usually distributed to large sectors of the employee workforce, but this is not uh, a bonus. This is uh, additional pay that is uh, granted uh, in, in advance for services rendered. And of course, executives or other workers within AIG who have pursued these uh, incentives have made specific decisions, uh, you know, got foregone weekends with the family, worked late, traveled, 
uh, and so on, made uh, many personal sacrifices to uh, make the money that is contracted to them, and to have the government uh, unilaterally come in, and because it is unable to break these contracts without a lawsuit, to instead use the punitive arm of the Internal Revenue Service to crush any profits that these uh, workers may be receiving from these uh, uh, incentives, uh, taxing at 90 to 102 uh, percent, very specific and very targeted, though not so specific and targeted that it is not also going to keep up, uh, so sweep up in this net other people in the financial industry who have had nothing to do with derivatives trading or bad mortgage loan repricing or any of the other instruments that uh, are claimed to be, at least on the surface, responsible for the economic catastrophe. Basically, it's a carpet bomb to uh, to get three guys, and there are many, many innocent bystanders who were caught up in this. And this, of course, is, uh, is a great tragedy. Uh, do the guys at AIG deserve the bonuses or not? Were they... Or the incentives are not, were they complicit, were they corrupt? Who knows? There's no, there's no way to know uh, whatsoever. But we do know that because the mob is crying uh, foul, the government is taking upon itself to bring the hammer fist of, quote, justice down upon a very specific group of individuals and to apply a law retroactively and to continue, as if it has never done it before, some people think, to continue to use the taxation arm as a way of punishing the unpopular and intimidating the downtrodden. Uh, and uh, so, I mean, it's hard to think of these these workers uh, in AIG as downtrodden, but when you've made a lot of sacrifices to earn some money and then uh, it is all summarily taken away from you, uh, you're not going to be happy. Now, of course, we think those of us uh, who, those within the population who are for this kind of retribution, we think, of course, that we are going to give these additional powers to government, this precedent-setting situation, not entirely, but somewhat precedent-setting situation, where if we um, raise our pitchforks and point at a particular individual or group of individuals that Congress will stampede off and apply sanctions against those individuals, we think that by, by expanding the powers of the government in this way, these powers will only ever be used against the rich, against the wealthy, against those we dislike, against those we feel are unjustly pillaging and profiting from the system. And of course, quite the opposite is true. Yes, uh, there will be some clawbacks of some bonuses, uh, but that's not really what's what's going to happen in the long run. In the long run, these very same powers are going to be used against the powerless. Because as soon as the government creates, on the basis of popular request, uh, a new power aimed at the wealthy, uh, all that happens is that the wealthy uh, take a hold of the government uh, through bribery, through donations, through intimidation, through the threat of uh, closing down, going overseas, moving their assets elsewhere. The um, the new powers are simply incorporated into the arsenal of the rich, and then, uh, because they need to make work for themselves, they find other victims uh, outside the, world, the wealthy classes to uh, to terrorize, to intimidate, to bully, and to, to steal from. So we keep thinking we're going to create these powers and give them to the government and that the government is going to use them against our enemies, but our enemies always end up escaping the net and it ends up being turned against us, right? So we, oh, let's have passports to keep the bad guys out of the country. Well, bad guys will simply get fake passports and pass through no problem and we are the ones with the endless inconvenience every time we want to cross a border. It, every single time you try to use violence against your enemies, it is a gun that goes off in your own face and that, of course, is a real tragedy. And the most astounding thing, in my opinion, about this whole mess is that 
people are genuinely and with straight faces they are claiming that they are redressing an injustice and an immorality on the part of these workers who are uh, who have contracted and have earned the reception of these uh, this additional pay that by smashing up contracts and taxing people arbitrarily as punishment for the wrath of the mob that this is some form of exercise of justice and doing the right thing and it really is an astounding thing to think about so we have some people who've uh, who con- who made contracts to receive pay for uh, on the grounds of work performed and they performed that work successfully uh, at a time as i've mentioned before when all the government economists and projectors and pundits and uh, stockbrokers um, jim cramers and public figures were all saying you know the economy is great uh, there's it's not a bubble uh, it's real gains and so on so they made these uh, these contracts and they expect the pay the government can't break the contracts because it will cost them far more in in lawsuits if they just arbitrarily break, break contracts so they're going to use the secondary weapon the backup shiv of uh, taxation to achieve these ends but in terms of the net negative impact on america well there's two things to consider the first is minor the the second is not the minor one of course is that uh, this just means that the government which now owns a majority of aig it, all of this government is going to do by passing this law which says anybody makes more than 250,000 could be taxed at 90% on any additional incentives over and above base salary all it's uh, and it only applies to those who are taking government bailouts all this is going to mean is that the most competent people will look at firms run under the umbrella of the government bailouts and will say okay well uh, i can't make any money there so i'm going to go elsewhere uh, i'm going to go for, to a competitor who's not in the bailout i'm going to go overseas or i'm going to switch professions but i'm certainly not going to go and work for any bank that is under the umbrella of the government bailout because i'm going to be taxed on all my bonuses and these people aren't retarded so they're going to leave what does it mean when you put a fierce cap on the salaries of people whose talents you need the most to prop up newly nationalized banks well the value of those banks is going to decline it's like if you were going to uh, make a movie and you had uh, you said well we can't pay any actor more than $50,000 well how successful is your movie going to be if you have the money to pay you know Brad Pitt for 10 million or whatever right but oh, you can't pay more than a million dollars for an actor while well, you'll get some guy from a sitcom right i mean you won't get the top tiers and simply that means that the value of your movie is going to decline so by driving out the most valuable and productive employees from the na- newly nationalized banks the value of those banks is simply going to decline which is going to be much worse to the american taxpayer than 105 million dollars uh, clawed back in uh, uh in theft of, of these uh uh pay of, of these pay incentives so that's sort of the first thing the second thing which is much more important is congress is reacting let's say to a righteous rage on the part of the american population in that these uh, stockbrokers uh, or these uh, executives or these workers at AIG who have qualified for these uh, pay uh, incentives that they have done harm to the economy they have not done a good job and therefore we should claw back their salaries through punitive and specific taxation i didn't look this up 
uh, though perhaps someone can tell me, I would guess that $160 million is probably not more than a couple of days of the Iraq War and the Afghanistan War and maybe a day of running the 700-plus overseas bases. But even if we just talk about the Iraq War, $160 million, a couple of days of that, which has been going on for more than six years now. So when people have contracted for bonuses in an environment the government says is stable and growing, or contracted for these uh, additional pay incentives, and they then receive them, the government, uh, because of the wild cries of the mob about injustice and corruption, the government will chase these people down with the iron hammer of the IRS and claw back the money and shatter, basically uh, null and void the contracts, create retroactive laws, which is not a very good thing, right, to say that uh, this stuff basically all applies retroactively because there's no way these people would have entered into these contracts if they'd known that 90% to 102% of the money was going to be taken away. So this is the level of moral confusion, to say the least, to put it as nicely as possible, the level of moral confusion in the world that some people who are getting additional pay for work that they did that's contracted for are bad and evil and the American people rise up in righteous indignation and demand that Congress do something about these malefactors. But if you lie to start a war which consumes tens of thousands of American lives, hundreds of thousands of Iraqi lives, brings home traumatized, drug-addicted PTSD soldiers to reunite with their families, triggering waves of alcoholism, drug addiction, abuse, mental problems, suicidality. If you shatter the economy, morale, and warrior class of a nation, drive millions of Iraqis overseas, drive them out of their homes, bomb civilians, maim children, blow apart schools and hospitals, water treatment facilities, people wallowing in shattered homes, drinking the filth of their own waste, unable to get medicine, unable to get health care. If you do that, then the American people, and Barack Obama in particular, will reward you for your service and dedication to the nation. And nobody will come after you. They won't even take back your pension for starting a war that leaves America trillions of dollars in the hole, blood awash in the desert and in the streets of America. Because, you see, we must save our righteous indignation for some finance geeks who are getting a couple of extra dollars, not for those who start citizen slaughtering wars. Why, for those people, we must stand and salute. But for people who are attempting to exercise their voluntary contracts that the government agreed to in the bailout contract, well, for those people, we must rise up in righteous indignation, you see, and bring the hammer of justice down on them because we would not want to get confused about what moral indignation is really for, and we wouldn't want to accidentally apply 
moral indignation and sanctions to those who let slip the dogs of war, slaughtering nations, making the sand of the desert clump with the blood of the innocent. We would not want to waste our moral indignation on the warmongers and the war profiteers and the slaughterers of children because we must save it for executives whose pay is higher than we think it should be.